We are Squawky Dead, a podcast, polarizing episodes of the Walking Dead universe. Sometimes we give you news, sometimes we make you laugh a lot, but most times we make deep. Hadouken! <laughs> Is it too late to quit? <laughs> you must make deep with us. You must you make quit. deep. No, <laughs> on every account. No. It is too late. You are contractually obligated to make deep. <laughs> obligated. <laughs> I quit. Obliglacial. <laughs> anyway. Today, we are talking about the season premiere of season seven of Fear of the Walking Dead. Whoop, whoop. Okay. T- t- let's, let's speak honestly here. Does it feel like it was that long ago that we had no. the season? Season finale of season, Fear the Walking Dead season six. Nope. Nope. Are we nope. in hell? Did we even Is have that? a break? Was there a break at any point in time? Like, Did we have a It's like two months and a, a couple weeks. Oh. Or was it? Yeah. Well, if it make well, it kind of makes sense because Actually, Strand like said it was like 50 months? days since the nuclear attack. So two months and some days. Well, Will says he's been outside for 50 days right that That's doesn't because right. there's no way right there's no way they grew all that stuff on that roof in 50 true. days i'm sorry true. Nope, true. nope 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 all right you know what i was reaching here <laughs> nope, nope. this is our first uh point yeah. of clarification <laughs> it has been like four months since the last fear because it ended in june it was the end of may because they um uh, didn't show Oh yeah, six fourteen. They skipped six fourteen because of Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. So, and that was six fourteen while we were at camp. So, it's been four months since fear. God, what did we do in the meantime? Interviews, contests, birthday videos. Here's the th- crazy thing: is that like we have been busy ever since. Like mm-hmm. we barely had a break at all. Mm-hmm. What? Well, I mean, fresh hell is Dead this? Because <laughs> we've been doing Walking Dead for two months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for, well, two two of those four months is, is that what we mm-hmm. said? Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we, what? We, so let's talk about the two months. What, what did we do with the two months? Contest, <laughs> trivia, interviews, Jenna, Mo. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Okay, I remember now. Yeah. Besides the interviews, I moved. Into yeah. Oh yeah, you were moving. Dave needs a vacation. <laughs> Stat. There are a couple things I want to cover before we continue. One, I got a very cool comment from one of our listeners for quite a while now, uh, Lydia S. And she had told us in the, I, th- I don't know if it was Damage on the Inside video on YouTube. I actually might link to the comment itself. But she talks about our false assumption of Alicia having two St. Christopher medallions. We are absolutely wrong. Alicia loses the medallion in the midst of the Walker attack in Ed Gaines' place. Buck's Landing. I knew you guys would know. (laughs) See, I trust you, my friends. Uh, (laughs) You have to believe in your friends. (laughs) Can't lead alone. So Alicia loses it in the midst of that tumble Walker, just that fight with Ed and the Walkers come in and everything. And she loses it. You you can briefly see her lose it, which is why it's on a Walker body later. I'll try to put the screen grab. This goes to show that like it happened so fast and it should have been clear and sometimes we see things like this on these shows where mm-hmm. moments get undercut they should have spent a little bit more time on something a look a feeling a, a facial expression or a little shot you know of I mean? it a, like a shot of it on the ground real, real quick and then back to what was going on yeah yeah just, yeah, yeah just just or something just so that we know a clink even a, exactly a sound yeah. to let us know that it fell or just holding on it for just a little just a few seconds yep no none of that i will post it and i'll put awesome. it in the blog to this post because it's relevant awesome. it's relevant to this episode Eagle and it actually eye. makes it makes a lot more sense 
given this episode. It's like, okay, it does kind of reframe a little bit of what we were thinking about. Oh, let's fuse two Christopher medallions and then we'll make a giant Christopher medallion. Yeah, guys. That's the two keys in the sub. Oh my God. We sounded like such idiots for so long. (laughs) The two keys to the sub, the two Christopher medallions. It's all making sense. Oh my God. We're so stupid. (laughs) See, this is, this is why people need to, to rate us and comment how wrong we are. I love it. Exactly. Please, please. And, and, and Lydia set us straight and you know, no malice. They should love the episodes. They just, she just saw something that we didn't. That's awesome. That all five of us didn't. (laughs) That's cool. But you know, it's goes to show five pairs of eyes, whatever it is. And we all didn't see it, which says something. So there you go. And then hopefully the four pairs of eyes we have here today, plus the people in the audience and the unedited episode recordings, that that's why we do this. They can see the different angles that one another, you know, either fails to see. We don't have time to make people see or whatever. We only have so much time to actually record these episodes. So, and so much time to actually get the notes for these episodes too. So that's right. (laughs) Case in point. Two hours today. Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh my God. I barely saw it last night. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, I've been making myself crazy. I don't sleep. I'm going to tell you this openly. I don't sleep until I get after four every morning this they have for like i don't know how long it's been <laughs> but doing stuff and then just setting it up so it posts throughout the day and whatnot so all that stuff takes me until four editing four in the morning but you know i do that and then you know i'm done with work like around i, I try to end at six and then i'm like okay let's let's skedaddle on the amc shit plus app which i'm hoping i can hack at some point to kind of work correctly fucking thing and then get notes i'm sick of this whole thing that they've been doing for a couple years now where they focus like one episode on this character one episode on that character i miss the days where we would see a third of the episode be about these characters a third of you know because all right so episode one was strand say we don't see strand again till like episode four i'm old i'm gonna forget (laughs) what happened in episode one she's the youngest here i'm the baby here but i'm still gonna forget it's definitely not age no it's just i just have an old woman brain it's just meg it's just meg it's meg to that like yeah okay we needed to know what strand was up to so but but just as a premiere it wasn't strong as if it was a second like episode two i would have no problem with it however i will say having this kind of solidify that strand is the big bad top notch interesting so you had almost the same critique as the ladies for the walking dead world beyond season one in a sense because it wasn't a big blowouty shit's happening all over the place but also the fact that we're not focusing on more than just the one character which means that they're not just continuing the trend from season six because that was actually intentional. Season six, the way they filmed it was intentionally yeah. dual character focused. So, Because I know you only just binged the whole damn season for... I literally just did. Which is good to remind the audience that that was intentional. It was they, intentional. Yeah. And so I wasn't sure if you knew that going into it. Yes. Okay, okay. I did. Just, but I'm but t- you still like, didn't like it or whatever. I didn't care for it. I mean, if it was like a half season thing, then, the, you know, they reunite halfway through, I would have gotten it. But obviously they didn't reunite. Look back in season two. Travis was at, was it Travis? Yeah. His name was Travis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I always get Cliff Curtis and Travis. Manala yeah, I was getting up. confused. What was his son's name? Chris. Chris. Psycho. I get them all confused. Psycho. Very appropriate. <laughs> so you had. Christopher with those psycho kids on the truck with the you know killing chickens but then you saw Madison doing this you saw Strand doing this you saw Ophelia doing whatever so you had 
everybody doing their own thing and they were separated, but they still made it work. You know, what's so funny about what you're saying right now is that the critique that most people have on season two, like, which is art. Okay, granted, season two was horrible. Great. Yeah, that's and that's the reason why people didn't like it. First of all, that people were so separated. And so they had the stories were so insular in that respect, but they kept trying to follow them in every episode, too. You pull a little this way, you upset this these people, you pull a little you're that way. You're damned if you do and you're damned yeah. if you don't. There is no, there, you can't please right. everyone. Although, let's, let's do a counterpoint. Because, I mean, look, your criticisms are valid. Uh, but I, I just, to counterpoint... A, they didn't have the pandemic. B, so COVID filming, all mm. that stuff. Because it doesn't make it easier when you're just focusing on a couple of characters. Of course, of course. But wait, wait. Second thing is, it, it kind of makes sense to double down on the anthology thing to the point where you're like, okay, we're not just focusing on two people. We're kind of focusing really on, on the one plus... 1.1 like will is like the point one and strange yeah. is really the one because you're like now we're talking about nuclear fallout isolation we're not just in a zombie apocalypse we're in a nuclear zombie apocalypse right right and these walkers they you don't know if they're contaminated too yeah, well yeah on top of like everything being vaporized being and right. yeah yeah so so you get a built-in mood along with your built-in right. cinematography style which is I can't imagine how much this shit's cost because of all the setup for, for each scene. So yeah, it felt expensive. Like, especially when Will was like traveling in the woods and you see the burning trees and I'm like, this shit cost a lot of money to do. Mm -hmm. The ever burning trees. Oh, I love that. I will say them riding through that, that burned down trees. It re reminded me of that episode in season 10 of Walking Dead with the fire in the woods. From the satellite yes. crash. Yes. yes, that's right. I feel like they went a little harder because the, they, went they were hollowed out. The fire was pouring out of the tree holes too. It was great. Yeah, well also, so in, you, the, um, in the Walking Dead, you had the you had the greenery of the scene. This is just black. Like, <laughs> I, like about almost twenty years ago, where I live, there was a really bad fire, like a forest fire, and it actually jumped like the major highways and they shut down traffic and everything. Still to this day, half of those trees are have never grown back. So you drive you drive past wow. that area, it looks very similar to what we saw tonight, oh, but just okay. multiplied trees. No Jersey. Mm. Welcome to Jersey. <laughs> wow. Did you notice in the scene when when will was riding through the burning trees he stopped and was looking around and the tree that was directly to his left looked just like the beacon it was shaped mm. like the beacon even the the layers of the tree look just like the beacon that they find later oh i didn't notice it actually well you know i only watched it twice <laughs> so. let's start with the positives the colors in this episode yes. were amazing holy shit how we'd go from green to yellow to orange to blue and then and then back to orange and oh my god it was just it was beautiful yeah. to look at i mean i could i could watch the whole thing with no sound on and be entertained it was beautiful okay remember season four season five people criticizing the color grade yeah it works it works totally here right yes yeah yeah yeah. Like, yeah it's like they figured out the right chemistry yeah for this. okay yeah. okay oh yeah yeah absolutely beautiful that being said i went into this knowing it was just going to be strand so i i went into it kind of going eh, all right don't like, clenching don't your butthole or? yeah yeah i did i was clenching my butt watching this one because i knew we weren't going to see anybody else and yes that irritates me i do agree with meg in in that respect but i I told myself going into it, I wasn't going to see anybody else. And so I, what I expected happened. So you're saying had you not known, yeah. it would have been like, like what, what the fuck? Yeah, I went in blind. I would have felt uh, like I did for World Beyond 201. Mm. Kind of. Oh, oh, oh. Just sort of lackluster, you know. So you did exactly what yet. you said you would do. You would temper expectations. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 Lower yeah, yeah. them okay. down and then I'll be ready. Look at you. I'm impressed. How long have I been telling Strand 
to just play your role. Just be who you are. How long have I been saying this? Years, years I've been saying Strand is a bad guy. Just be a bad guy. And he is. He heard me. He's finally listening. <laughs> yes, Coleman read your tweet. Yeah. He saw your theories. Yes. And he went, guys, showrunners, we need to yep. be evil this season. Yep. I don't, yep. don't want to let Rachel down. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. <laughs> I've been practicing to myself. We have to play it up for her. <laughs> Make your voice a little deeper and you've got I it. I can't. It's impossible. <laughs> I'm a natural Jesus. tenor. <laughs> How is, my voice can be deeper than yours. Like, what is this? Because his vocal cords are only this long. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> you should see me when I wake up in the morning. Hey, froggy voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a lot more to say throughout the episode, but overall... I liked it. Yeah, there's like a two thirds like, right? I mean, yeah. and tempered expectations, so that's yep. that that factors in. Okay. Yep. <sighs> okay, that's good. Okay, okay. Now let's see what Sharon D has to say. Considering that it was only Strand, I actually really liked it. Yeah, I know, I know. I don't mind. How the am anthology. I outnumbered here? <laughs> I don't. I don't mind the anthology style. Granted, I have to wait what three, four, or five episodes to see the characters I really, really care about. But I like that it kind of lets us get deeper with these characters instead of breaking it up over the episodes. You know, we get so, a deep which look is like the exact opposite right of what Megs was saying. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's, that's just me. And I like like last season. Everybody was like, "Oh, we're only going to get one character per episode," but you don't because eventually they 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 merge. Weave, they, they huddle weave. up here and there i mean they, they weave all the stories yeah. together like you see you know you see al and and dwight in this episode and then there are two episodes later they're in there because now they're with morgan and morgan's here and so i mean yes for the first couple of episodes you have to deal with a single or you know two characters or whatever but eventually they're all gonna come together i mean by what like episode four or five most everybody was was in an episode you know what i mean of, of last year as much as i Dislike Strand, it was an entertaining episode. Maybe especially because he kind of just leaned in to, to what we... Although that that was what I wanted. I wanted June to be this. I mean, this, <laughs> this is what I wanted June this year. So I'm a little disappointed in that too. But... And, and Jenna's kind of like going, what? Sharon, hey, we've had this conversation I, before. <laughs> Come I just, on, man. It would be fun. It would be fun to see her just go badass. Yeah. But anyway, that's just yeah. me. Look, I just want to clarify. It was a good episode. Hmm. I'm not saying it wasn't. It just wasn't worthy of being a premiere. Uh, it, which is what Rachel said last time too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's kind of like last season. The premiere was Morgan. It was just Morgan. Remember? Uh -huh. I mean, it was which, Morgan and Isaac. Which, oddly enough, I mean, I know you're yeah. making vomit noises, Meg, but <laughs> for the audio podcast, it's just purely for them. I, I am, I am it's your vomit noises here. <laughs> I, I, I'm your audio transcription people. Okay, so <laughs> that episode for more, whether it starred Morgan or not, Emil was the thing, Isaac, introducing Isaac, whatever it was, that episode converted a lot of OGs over to the new kind mm -hmm. of narrative that was going on. So, you know, I mean, look, you lose some people, you gain some people, but overall, that you turn some heads, some old heads that kind of went, ah, f middle finger, uh, Andrew and Ian and Andrew, middle <laughs> finger. Uh, yeah, a lot of people kind of caught on to that. Maybe, not everybody, not Meg, <laughs> but not Meg. <laughs> look, I'm still watching it, okay, because I'm in it. I've been in it for seven years now. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm staying with it. Oh, she's like, like hate watch now. <laughs> well, well, no, I because okay, obviously I'll never forget. It's, it's a mixed Madison thing, yeah. but um, I was telling the girls before we started. Um, I had this theory, and I can't remember if it's a theory that everyone had or if it's just one that I've said or I've thought. And I please tell me if I if you if I've said this or if you've heard it. I tend to remember okay. these things. I know that's why I'm relying Dave's, on you here. Dave's David. got a good rememberer. Oh, he's got like the biggest memory span. I make the biggest memory I've ever met on someone. You have a bigger hard anyway. drive than my computer. Dave, will you fix my, like my deep? That's like the biggest 
That's like the biggest compliment you could have ever given him. I hope you know that. Um, I just okay, got a new so one I'm- too. Did you put it in the hole? Uh, someone else put it in the hole. <laughs> I'm not gonna fix your hey, computer. Hey, can you fix my computer? You just don't. You don't put it in the hole. You don't. Anyway, thank you for the compliment. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to it? <laughs> Took a hard left turn. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. A uh, hard drive left turn. Oh! Hey, oh! <laughs> IT glasses for everyone. <laughs> I'm the only one wearing right. glasses, fucker. <laughs> anyway, so Meg, what, what do you got for us? It's the Madison theory, right? What? The, let's let that they're taking. Let's let her talk. <laughs> you were about to say it, and then, you know, yeah, stuff happened. Yeah, they're using Madison. remember. If they're, they're using Madison's evil storyline on Strand now. What do you think okay, about that? Okay, uh, I, I had heard rumblings that Madison would be a big bad, but this was like way back when yeah. she was still on the show, right? Yeah, when she was on okay. the show, she was ultimately supposed to become the big the big bad. I don't in the know initial if it was going to be in the okay. initial roadmap. I don't know if that was how she was going to end it or if she was going to be redeemed. I don't remember. They didn't really get that far. Okay. But I feel like now that she's not here anymore, which I'm not saying she's dead or alive, I'm not saying it, but I feel like they're using that storyline for Strand now. Yeah. Also because with Coleman's personal life with all of his, you know, movies and everything and obviously his success is so earned and so deserved, I feel like it's kind of going to be his way out. I feel like this role suits Strand so much better than Madison too. I'm not a Madison fan. Like I I didn't really care for her that's not a secret but i never really saw her as a villain either right so that would have been hard for me to wrap my head around i kind of want to get into this whole strand business because i I did see some only reflections i did see of madison was in the lagavulin battle like bringing Mm -hmm. that back and 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 serving that up to will and i was just kind of like hmm i noted that now now, here's why i have to dial it back because and this is how much of a remember i am when coleman brought it up on talking dead he kind of just kind of forget forgets the significance of the bottle in a sense Mm. this is during the episode where he and john dory are trapped on the little island with the cat ranger station and stuff like that Mm -hmm. blackjack 413 we just watched it we did see you remember (laughs) names i remember (laughs) concepts So Coleman kind of forgets the significance of it because earlier on in the season, Madison is is telling Strand and Naomi at the time uh, the significance of, of some of their travels between the dam collapse mm-hmm. and then, you know, and how they went to the Lagavulin factory and that was a great day and the, like that whole thing. And like in that episode and he's talking on Talking Dead, he just doesn't remember the connection. So like when I see it here in this episode, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, remember when he and Madison had a great day at the Lagavulin factory? And then, I'm th- and then I had a simultaneous thought like, oh, Coleman kind of forgot. <laughs> forgot about that i hope the showrunners didn't forget about that or the writers because then you can either say the writers are in control and they know what the hell they're doing and they're like they're either like dropping some madison nuggets or a simple easter egg to kind of remind you oh he likes this was uh whiskey the scotch whiskey yeah so i was trying to he give you a little loved- hope but also yanking it away meg <laughs> so. he also kind of mentions madison at the end and doesn't say her name but mentions her in context when yeah. he talks about all the places that he's seen that have fallen short for love and it's Madison at the stadium, Virginia at the dam, and I mean, Virginia at Lawton and Morgan at the dam. Yep. And even further back, like there's things like the, uh, the, the dam that blew up. Oh, tail with the, with the autos and stuff like that. You know, Oh, I, you know, I, 
compromise Madison's like compromising herself on two sides to protect her kids and it ends and in either case it just ends up blowing up in their face sort of so yeah I mean in every single instance oh even the Abigail if you look at the Abigail from uh, the first uh, few seasons yeah same thing yeah. he he vi I think he like just ends up violating his own rules just to kind of like go with the flow about like oh he had all these rules about from, from when everybody started coming in he's like no don't do this not that I'm the captain of the ship blah 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 oh yeah and for as long as possible they everybody kind of followed his word until they didn't. And then he's just kind of like, well, I guess I can't rule by fiat. Oh, good callback, because now we're here ruling by fiat. Well, as far as my impressions go of this episode, I happen to really, really... Okay, I feel more sure about loving this episode than <laughs> I did World Beyond's season premiere of season two. I, I, I liked the World Beyond season two premiere. I didn't love it. You know, I was just like, okay, all right. I'm, I'm cool with the cold open. I'm cool with the, sorry, I'm cool with the soft sell. All right, okay, I see what you're doing. Second episode comes around. Oh, this makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> but then you go back to Fear the Walking, uh, sorry, Fear the Walking Dead season seven, season premiere, and I'm like, I like this. They're setting it, they're get. They're setting the mood just right. Ever burning candles called trees, you know, the, the, the lighting's just right, like Rachel was saying, you know, like, oh yeah, desperation is in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing for like a season premiere to kind of go when guns blazing and action's happening. It's like a it's like a heist, like kind of like The Walking Dead's been doing for the last couple seasons. You know, you start off with a heist and then kind of get things rolling. Fort Connors and then DC when the, when Rick and crew go down and bust in that museum and they try to get shit to to, to be. I the even key, had an issue the, with the, the heist the episodes. You had a wait, you had an Look, issue with the heist episodes? Okay, I love when everybody I loves love heist episodes. What's wrong with you? Wait, wait, <laughs> bitch, wait. <laughs> I love when shit hits the fan. I love that. And I love action packed stuff. It's just like, it had to be a heist. It couldn't cheap, just be right? like an attack. Yeah, it's like a cheap, yeah. it's a cop out. Like there's a thousand and one different iterations of what you could have done. You could have had an attack on Alexandria again. You could have done anything. Like what was, what was it? Season six when they were trying to use the trucks to funnel the walkers. Mm -hmm. Like you could have, that was genius. And I wish we had done something like that again. But no, it's a fucking heist. Everybody loves a heist. Food. <laughs> yeah, I I know what you're saying. In fact, the reason why I remarked in the way that I did to season 11's premiere of The Walking Dead is because it's like, okay, we're doing this again. And I didn't hate it. I'm just saying, oh, I'm noting that they're kind of doing the same thing again, only it's repetition. differently. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not, a, it's not a bad thing. It's like, okay, it's smart. If you want to, to do the right thing you know if you want to get people watching and going okay that's how but see that's the thing that's how you do a premiere like you're gonna try you're gonna try to impress the most people you know, most of the time and the people like us that notice film craft will be like okay 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 we're doing this again that's okay i mean it's not not bad but it's you know we did this already didn't we <laughs> but you yeah, know my impressions are i i like i because i'm i'm like a child of the twilight zone i i i grew up on that that it blew my mind that kind of television, taking it, taking time to absorb a fact or 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 staying on someone's face to get a mood and and not trying to hurry through a scene and 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 and, oh, and like that West Wing dialogue, that Sorkin dialogue where somebody says something and somebody says something over that. So it's, a, it's that's not natural to me. And so when you get to see this organic and look, the lighting is nothing but organic and it's not supposed to be. But like the people will. Will's desperation was, it was great. Whoever did the directing for this episode, I'm too lazy to look it up. But the direction on this episode was really, really good. It's like they knew they knew exactly how to get Will to, to tether us to his mood. He was like our, our um, avatar into this new, disgusting, weird world. Who is the director of this episode? Michael. Satrazimus? Okay. Mm -hmm. Balls to the walls, Satrazimus. Oh, I thought... <laughs> you heard it here. I thought all the seasons were directed by females this, this season. 
That's world. That's beyond. world beyond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That makes okay. That no, makes no. They, it's it's all directed by Isha Tyler. Just kidding. even though I'm sure hey. she's. I'm sure she did at least one of them. She will be he showing up also, as a character. Yeah. Michael is also directing the mid-season finale, episode twelve, and the finale. Of course. Ooh, Mike, good for him. Mikey's awesome. Mikey's yeah. the best. Mikey is awesome. He is like a success story too. To to listen to his story over and over again, I can do it. I can totally do it. Just hey, starting off as a camera operator and then moving on to like to, to directing. Well, look at the new showrunner for uh, Tales of the Walking Dead. Channing, uh, Channing Powell. She started out as a fan oh, oh and now running the whole show. Like Wait, She started off as a fan of The Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. I thought she had some... Well, she does have producer credit. Yeah, so... I was right. reading the interview um, with Kristen Acuna, and she did um, she did a bunch of things before that. But but I I see what you're saying. I totally see what you're saying. In yeah. regards to the universe, the Walking Dead universe, that's yeah. how it started. Yeah, she just kind of just fell into it. Mm. Yeah, that's how I fell into my career. Okay, so I can't remember if they talked about this in, in prior in like season six. Obviously, watching it on AMC Plus, you get more insights than if you were to watch it on Sundays when it actually premieres. What is the reasoning behind them saying that? The sword is from the 19th century. Oh, the, I can't uh, remember. The War of 1812. Uh, so is that, that it? I did yeah. some research on that. I did some yeah. research I on that. I knew you were going to hook me up. You and me both. High five. <laughs> we talk about the Texas Revolution. Pushing against uh, Santa Ana. As a matter of fact, I, he know uh, Strand mentioned the twin sisters. So I was doing some research on those. They were a pair of cannon that were used in the Battle of San Jacinto and essentially won the Battle of San Jacinto, which led to the end of the war. Of Texas independence, which gave ten- Texas independence from Mexico. Mexico, yep. Yep. No. Um, the twin gotcha. sisters were foundried in Cincinnati and they were given as a gift to the Texian. They were called Texian, the Texian army. Before they were sent to the Battle of San Jacinto, they were sent to Galveston Island mm-hmm. on a boat named the Pennsylvania. Shut up. Get out. <laughs> Get out of here. That's freaking nice. awesome. Nice. Yes. What are the chances? And a woman wrote an editorial later on saying that the, the cannons were named after her and her twin sister. And uh, this was like in 1890, so she was very old and it was well, well after the war. And um, she said that they were now laying at rest in Galveston. That's where the cannons ended up was in Galveston. Mm. I just had a, I just thought of a really dirty joke. Okay. Well, you might as well get it out of you now. <laughs> so nowadays, some people say, look at those melons. <laughs> <laughs> Back then, <laughs> look at them cannons. Stay. Oh my gosh! <laughs> look at them twin cannons! Holy shit! The twin sisters. What was even more interesting about that, the twin sisters themselves, is that they didn't have actual cannonballs to actually use. What they did? No, the guys they- had the cannonballs. <laughs> Look at them twin balls <laughs> that weren't there. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. <laughs> That's thing in two. <laughs> anyway, so what they did instead, so this is how scrappy the Texian army is. <laughs> this is Sam Houston is as governor and then everything. They, they gathered up like musket balls, utensils, glass. They just threw everything, anything that they could in these twin sisters because they, they had the thing. They were gifted the twin sisters. They're just shoving but, any, everything inside the sisters. But they, they didn't. Yeah, they kept shoving random things inside the twin sisters. Oh my god! And then blowing them up. Oh my god! No, 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 no! They just blow. Blast, they, just, they blow them. They, and then they just blasting the twins everywhere. And then they just blasted all over. Blasted all over everyone. 
One could call oh it ammunition bukkake. I, I, oh I don't my gosh. Anyway, that might get cut out. I, I, You're getting I canceled. Responsible and I'm not even sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But I, I just thought that was interesting. You had you had these expensive cannons, but nothing to to fire with them. So you just fired everything you could at at the at Santa Anna and his forces. Well, this so. fit in the sister. This will cool. fit. Shove it in. <laughs> Is it small enough? What? The man that he was talking about, George Hockley, his name was actually George Washington Hockley. Oh. And he was the Secretary of War under Sam Houston. For when like Texas was like a independent yeah. uh, Right after they won their independence almost. from from Mexico. But if yeah. you notice, Strand is wearing very 18, eight, uh, 19th century garb. He's got the, the little hat and, and all that. Yeah. And I, I just um, think that they're trying to say that he is now independent from everybody else. You know, the war of the war of I independence. Could and now too. He is mm -hmm. very independent from very everybody. Lone Star State, which is why they're mm -hmm. called the Lone Star State. They were founded as to be like a supposed separate country from America. They they, yeah, they were. Yeah, right. They they know that yeah. they could have le let alone. But like, you know, joining the Americas was kind of like, you know, hey, we believe in what you believe. OK, yeah. And, and now like Texas almost regards itself as more American than America. So, you know, the United States, I'm not agreeing nor disagreeing. I like me some Texas, but still <laughs> Texas so is still kind of their own country. <laughs> yep. We're which not going to get into which that. Is, which is why Howard goes huh, Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> when they're talking about the senator. Hey, you know what? That <laughs> might be a great great point to, to continue on because Howard perplexes me. I couldn't read him even properly before the season ended and I can't I can damn sure not read him now. He I just like such the heebie-jeebies. I, I don't know how to feel about him. He looks like that that demon henchman in every like bad guy movie like where he's just like switched off and just hey so what do you want me to do about this? Oh, Wait a minute. Okay. I just thought of something. You look like me what when if, I think of something. What What if, like, he double-crosses Strand, and, like, he kills Strand, and he winds up being the big bad? Makes sense. Like, yeah. he was the mastermind all along. I, He's got the attitude for it. He's got the mentality for it. I, to Will's point. I do think Howard is a very smart guy. And I say that because he's, one, he's survived this long. He's doing something right. He was not sure. Or a whole lot of wronged. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, look at, <laughs> yeah. look at Strand, yeah. And you know what? Actually, more to what you just said, he wasn't shook at all by what Victor said to him in 616. He lied about who he was and he got up in his face and Howard didn't really seem bothered by any of it. So I, that's what I'm saying. I think there's more. I think there's I think layer uh, Howard's got layers. There's there's more to Howard that we haven't seen yet. I think he might be pulling a Eugene right now, you know, staying close to this oh, enemy. Yeah. And if he sees an opportunity, he may take it. I, I agree with yeah. how we can benefit him. Yeah. I think Howard is the one who's actually running the place. Strand is just the guy that's telling everybody He's the figurehead. Remember we were talking like oh, the hilltop formula? Yeah. Hill, yes, yeah. hilltop, like hilltop where yeah. Gregory, but it wasn't I'm picking really up the Gregory scraps you're leaving me. <laughs> right. So I feel like Howard is uh, Howard is the Tara. Yeah. Wow. I could see and that. before Tara, the Jesus. Yeah. And before Jesus, yeah, the Maggie. Tara. I can see that. Sorry. The second in command is really the one in charge. And it kind of shows Which in this episode. Which is why Strand is able to leave. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay. And Howard is still there. Well, also think about it from a production standpoint. The director is the one behind the scenes, but the producer is the one that does all the work. I thought it was like the opposite, but I don't, I don't know. Trust me when I say it's not. He wrangles the crew. He wrangles the talent. He mm. coordinates things, which is all stuff the Strand's doing. Oh, okay. He's like coordinating everything by telling them what to do in a way. Yeah, and maybe that's the way Howard wants it. Maybe Howard knows himself. Look, this is wild speculation right here. But like maybe Howard strikes me as like that sort of 
something we've mentioned a lot recently, which is like the Gavin role, which is I'm okay with middle management. I'm comfortable here. I'm As long as I'm being effective, but don't have to do too much or have to make the tough calls, I'll just do, I'll do whatever. I mean, maybe in that sense, he's kind of worse than Gavin because Gavin seemed like he had a conscience. Mm-hmm. This is the differentiation because Howard just seems to be, yeah, I mean, I'll do it, whatever. Cool. Hey, you want me to get that photo of Walker Will? Yeah. No, we, we got it earlier when he was alive. Oh, yeah. in case people missed it. Because by, by the end of the episode, you're like, oh, oh, I guess he doesn't care anymore. I guess he really doesn't care about, he's not really doing this for, for oh, people that might grieve. No, no, he's, he's this is victory trophies. I'm just kidding. Or he's taking pictures to make sure it's not Alicia. Either way, he, they took a picture of Will earlier. So I don't know the whole, Howard doesn't, but Howard doesn't know that. Ah, I thought okay. he was taking that picture of the walker that they just killed. I thought you were talking about when they the shot him. found him. Yeah, they shot they a walker that walker. was just about to get Will. I thought they were taking a picture, they of the took a picture of the walker. Of the walker. Yeah. You know what? But inadvertently, they, they did take a picture of him in the process. I, think, I mean, he definitely seems like, right? He definitely reacted to the flash. So, it, I mean, it was in mm. that direction anyway. But I, yeah. Mm. It's a cross between a wall of the lost in the Commonwealth and the head smashies at the at the Saviors. Oh, yeah. Mm, interesting. At the sa- satellite station she's referring to. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a lot to pick apart there. Um, <sighs> this is the trouble with this episode. You watch it and it's really mood. It's a mood. Yeah. The thing that I that think the thing that we have to kind of focus on a little bit is is Will's timeline. And I get it now for the people who aren't clear about it, because I wasn't at first when I first watched it. The Franklin Hotel seemed like a bunker for politicians, which is what Teddy says in the season prior. Mm-hmm. It's a p- bunker for politicians and big wigs and stuff like that that we found as a result of losing the holding. Again, season six for people who don't know was every episode was a bu- was a was like hop skips, hops and skips of time timeline jumps, like weeks at a time. So in the time that they lost the holding, they found this place of people who on 128 people apparently who had lived there since the fall. So like, you know, whatever it is, four, wait, five or four wait. years or whatever it is, I, to where they... Um, no, no, I think the I 128, think 128 people, people were the followers. Yeah. Be- oh, right. okay. Because when Will was there... Senator Vasquez... And a few other people. Yeah. Right. He said Senator okay. Vasquez... Until the others. scouts showed up and, and took the them all out. scouts came and killed everybody, and then yeah. Teddy's people came in. And there was okay. 128 of them. Yeah. yeah. Te- well, Teddy's people, the one that massacred in, uh, all, right. his, all Elias Vasquez's people, while Will was in the maintenance ducts or whatever Right. It was. He was hiding mm-hmm. while okay. they were killed. Well, I, either way, he was there until then. For quite a while. Kind of like Nora's building in a way, right? If you think about it. Like, oh, they yeah. managed to make it for a certain amount of time. Well, and we know he was there long enough to establish a relationship with Alicia, see her leadership skills, learn from her. I mean, that that doesn't happen quick. Right. Which, okay, good that you're bringing this up right now because I just seen a Reddit post based on some of these facts that states that as a result of some, whatever's going on right now, it, we may well be up to the point where Rick blows... I don't know if I believe this, but let me know what you guys think. We may be at the point where Rick blows up the bridge in season nine. I saw that. I saw that post. I don't know that I believe that. I th- I really do think we're further along in the timeline than just that, yeah. to be honest with you. But what do you think guys about think it. about that? Beer has to fill in that six-year gap. That Well... Six. Oh, oh, right. Are you talking about talking about the main time jump, the big one? How long yeah. after All Out War was the bridge? That's that's the thing. I, I know it was a couple months, or at least, sorry, it could be about a year, about a year maybe plus. I think Morgan has has been on fear for way longer than a year. So it, it feels like two years since Morgan left for Texas because of the main show time jump after he leaves. And then you go into season nine. And then you, and then some people will say, because if you go backwards and try to scale the time jumps between episodes in season six, 
And then you go even further back and try to estimate the time of the fall from Samara, Samara's videotape from the Althea tapes for when the fall started up until that point. And then you could sort of extrapolate exactly when it happens. You, you could say four to four to four to five years and be a good by the end of season six or so probably four. I'll, I'll break even in, say, four years into the apocalypse when the new kids, because in all that all that war ends two plus years in you have a little bitty bitty time jump so maybe three years so where where the bridge falls or two maybe even See, I'm gonna ar- three and a half I'm gonna years argue, i will argue that all day our all-out war happens way farther than two and a half years into the apocalypse. oh when do you think um I, this is the first for me <laughs> we've been doing this for a while <laughs> well every all of my timelines since the beginning of time are based on judith it all revolves around judith yeah, for me it really does so she is maybe three She's like maybe two. three years old. No, she's like I, yeah, I, she's like three. Yeah, that's what I say. She's three when when we have the when Rick is about to leave the show. That's what I thought because well, she seems more like a three. It, she's a little bit was, more vocal. It was at least a year into the apocalypse before she was even born. Correct, one hundred percent. correct. I I can dig on that. It was six months in when Rick when the pilot started. Six months uh, in. Oh, what? what? You mean, I didn't know if it wait, was. Wait, wait, wait. You mean six no. weeks? I it was you three. mean six weeks? Six weeks. Excuse me. Meant six weeks. Oh, okay. Six weeks. <laughs> Six weeks, excuse me. Um, I know. So we almost committed I got you. I a, a got walking you. dead faux pas. I got you. Thank you. I got you. In that six weeks, Lori and Shane started hooking up. We don't know exactly when in those six weeks she got pregnant, but still nine months plus six weeks. That's ten and a half months. Mm-hmm. So basically about a year into the apocalypse, she was born. Right. Plus the time from the prison until they get to all out war. Right. Because I consider All at War itself, which most people agree with, that took like about two weeks, period. Right. Oh, the yeah. All at War was a span of two Maximum. weeks, which is amazing to me. Maximum. Anyway, so two years kind of does track, in a sense. The time it takes to get to Terminus, to get to Alexandria, to be in Alexandria for however long they were in, and then to watch it fall a couple times. <laughs> and then the saviors. And then she kissed me. All, all I'm basically trying to say is this. Do you think, let's just say based on all this nonsense gar- garbledygook that we we didn't really resolve. Do you think that maybe we're at least at the time of the bridge or beyond? I feel like we're beyond the bridge. I think we're like, beyond I, it. We got to be two years past all that war. I th- yeah, I would yeah, I would have to say we're past the bridge explosion. We can't be too far gone, right? <laughs> Dude, I you can't even get me started on timelines because the show will yeah. be over. Nobody like, wants I, to my brain has nobody checked, wants to own a, a position on my this brain one, has ground. checked out. Like all I can think about are timelines now. One of the big reasons why I don't think it's this it, it, this is the case because of what you said. She has to have built a relationship with Will over a course of time and enough time to basically say, "Hey, you screwed us over." you're gone and then 50 days so that's like another two plus months what was the course of four seasons four through six just on a standalone i think to me sounds like at least a year year and a half and then a a couple time jumps to the end of season six so like two years at the very least and morgan left the walking dead at the end of all that war plus a couple weeks in the aftermath because you see the savers rebuilding Mm -hmm. so you're talking about okay maybe you're so it has to be over four years to me in my mind at least from this point, it has to be over four years, maybe four and a half. You I'm know? saying like probably six. I, I'm, I'm guessing right around six years in. That, that was my initial guess too, until yeah. I, I, I feel like I was proven wrong at least a couple times by convincing arguments. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, Will won't. <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> he saw pavement. When he was trying to run away from the scouts and he tripped, that was just foreshadowing. <laughs> Or later. 
Okay. Sweet. The fourth season of Walk- Fear the Walking Dead begins approximately two years after the end of season three. Why would no, they no, say no, it like no, that? No, it's correct. It's correct. <laughs> season four of Fear the Walking Dead begins two years after the end of season three. Because, in the timeline-wise, because Madison had time to build the stadium. And wander the earth with Strand for a significant amount of time to go to Lagavulin Factory. There is some fuckery going on here. <laughs> but there's some fuckery everywhere. Yeah, that's why I say it's not even worth looking okay, at. Okay, so but, season yeah. four of Fear the Walking Dead takes place around October of 2012 to November of 2012. Which is two, two, two years and Two years months. into the apocalypse. Which, which is the season four, the beginning of season four? No, all of season four. Season four of Fear of the Walking Dead takes place two years after the apocalypse. This is actually a really good article. That doesn't make... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That doesn't make any sense because the end of All Out War is two years and a couple months because of Judas being born and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, See? Oh, what? Proviso, they adjusted... (laughs) Update update in the records. They just updated now because of what we said on the unedited episode recording. (laughs) One of these days, I'm going to literally make a flow chart and you I'm going to turn into that meme. Of no, like no, no. That- I'll save you money because, well, you're going to have to spend money because I know that The Walking Dead is going to put out a, an official timeline that fans are going to. We're going to destroy it. To death. We will destroy no, that no. timeline. No, no. I, I proviso here. We're not going to touch it. <laughs> We're just going to let the world burn and we'll be in a bunker cleaning out maintenance things just so that in case we'll be th- crazy murdery yeah. people, culty people come in and then we'll be spared because Alicia will save us. Going back to the point of Will we'll, being we'll be at, We'll be at the Franklin. But what's, what's interesting about Will's journey is like the way he explains the senator thing at first to Strand was that he did something wrong and he got kicked out. But he was really talking about Alicia to kind of like, you know, meld the truth into reality. Like, oh, trying to trying to insert truth with a lie you know like or lie with the truth kind of thing mm-hmm. wait a minute i also he, am questioning later on the episode he explains exactly what happened with the senator i, I i'm not 100 percent sure he did get kicked out uh, oh leisha's thing okay yeah. let's talk about that that's that's probably a good place to start but but we all agree that he kind of used his story with alicia yeah to explain the senator before things right absolutely meanwhile because because the, the senator was murdered by Teddy's crew. That's how you tell well, a great lie. You use bits of the truth. Clap, clap, clap. Okay, <laughs> that's good. We're settled on that. Now <laughs> let's talk about the real truth. Or maybe well, what possibly might yeah, be the real truth. Just a possibility. I'm not 100% convinced that Will was kicked out of, of Alicia's place. First of all, I thought the story was kind of weird. He was being being very evasive to the questions and like kind of weird with the answer. Yeah, yeah, like wouldn't really give an answer, which you know, could have its own explanation, but I like mine better. That will kind of never really figure out. We pro- we might not ever figure it out, but the only reason... Maybe? Maybe, I mean, maybe if Alicia has something to say about it, we'll see. We'll see when we finally see her. But the reason I don't think he was kicked out is because she left a note behind for him. The Padre note. Yeah. Addressed to him. It had his name on it, too. If it was just a random piece of paper, I wouldn't think anything of it. But it had his name on it. So she, at some point, had to think he was going to come back. Do you think he's secret... Okay, this is going to be the, a tough one because... I instinctually want to say no, but I feel like I have to ask the question anyway. Do you think he actually honestly knows what the reference is to? To Padre? The Padre reference? Yeah. He says he does, right? Not really. He, and nobody he says knows it's like a it concept. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. He says it's a place or a thing. Nobody really knows what it is. But it, it could mean something better or something. It's yeah. a it's chance to... Something, something we can... Something that'll... Some, some place where we can be better. Okay. He's got to know something. Some, yeah. He's got to know something because why else would she leave a note with just that one word? She knew it would have had to mean something. Or he he must know something. Right? Yeah. He, I have yeah, a theory. He has to know something. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> well, knew something. Padre... 
Does it have to do with the timeline? No. Okay, good, good. Keep going. (laughs) When they first said Padre, my first thought was um, Padre Island, which is a barrier island southwest of Galveston, about 250 miles. It's very sparsely populated. It's a mostly a nature and wildlife preserve, but it was also one of the sites that was considered for nuclear testing. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. and it was overlooked. The South for, Padre Islands, right? It was overlooked for um, the White Plains, New Mexico. So, what if there's a possibility that a there's not going to be many walkers on this island? There's going to be lots of wildlife and lots of plants and vegetation, and there could possibly be labs or other kind of research buildings since it was was considered for nuclear testing testing because yeah. when white plains yes they test a nuclear bomb out in the desert but they had buildings and stuff around where they were observing and, and such so since it's southwest maybe the radiation fallout is blowing a different direction <laughs> I, I had i had this stupid thought and it's because it has to be said now Padre, Pope. I just, it's just the timing of Pope's death and this series beginning. I love Sharon's theory, and I think you're absolutely onto something. But I, for my own embarrassment, I will share my stupid theory so you can all laugh at me. Padre also means father. And if Alicia's the mother, maybe Will's the father. I, you know what? Hold <laughs> okay, on. When that, I heard Padre, I, I immediately thought little. dad. I think she's looking for father. Gabriel. So not so stupid. No, no I literally no. thought father. I thought that as well. Well, not that Will is the father necessarily, but I was thinking of the whole concept of mother. Teddy, she is the mother. She Right? Mm-hmm. Alicia's the mother. That brings it. Because then I, I got to thinking, what if Alicia ended up just being that role or leaning into that role also? Right? Because he doesn't really say that Teddy's crew isn't with Alicia, that, that she had rooted them out. You know what I mean? Like they took over and Alicia happened to be there and so did Will happen to be there. What happened to them? All the walkers that are near the lighthouse, they all kind of wore those blue uniforms still. I, yeah. So, Which gets me to thinking like, okay, maybe she said, hey, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. I don't know that she had any other choice. Will even says to the point, she could have been a cynical asshole like you, mm-hmm. <laughs> but she drank the Kool-Aid and now she's a cult leader. <laughs> I, I don't know. What do you guys think of this? Because this was a, there's some little breadcrumbs here. I th- and if she's making paintings like Derek and showing us trees in the middle of this comp, this clean conference room, kind of like in the holding, what is going on here? Oh, it's breaking your fucking mind, isn't it? How they remade that entire set. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm not convinced Alicia put the tree there. And we know she did the painting. She put the tree there. But I'm not sure about the tree. I don't know. I'm not sure about the painting either. Well, we know she's a painter, and that's a, a painting of her. Which is to say, which is to say, you're not taking Will at his word that this is Alicia's work. I think it's because he says that he says that. I think she could have done the the mural, but not the tree. I'm not oh, so yeah. sure about the okay. tree. I didn't hear the part about the mural, but I don't, I think they could have brought the tree in when they were setting up because obviously they Teddy set that place done up that. just like the holding. Yeah. When they shoved Alicia in the um, bunker, we didn't. We thought she was just in like a room, right? But obviously she was in this Turn whole the corner. Mm-hmm. bunker, right? We were like, oh, how is she going to survive in that room? Well, apparently <laughs> she got locked in with all the other people. Yeah. And they had already right. set everything up. So I think they, I think the tree was there from Teddy's people. I don't think Alicia yeah. did that. You noticed there was no walker on it. So maybe Alicia came in and said, oh, Who? fuck this shit. Oh, wait, wasn't, wasn't wait, there, though? Of course there's no walker. Wait, let me fuck with your head some more. Of course there's no walker on it because that was the end. That, she's, she's the beginning. That looked like a walker on the other side of the mural. 
It, yeah. She, yeah, she was following a walker. Yeah. yeah. I meant on the tree. Oh, on the I mean, tree. Oh, no, no, oh I'm no sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. But no, but, but going back to what I was saying, yeah, of course there's no She is the beginning, not the end. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, she's the mother. I'm not, yeah. I'm being a, co- tree, obviously, I'm being a contrarian. The tree was dead. And the tree was dead. It, is because the tree dead? I think so. It, or maybe dormant. Or but like, or in, in the process in the holding, of... it was in the holding. There was vines, and it was it yeah. was alive. And this one is dead. So and maybe to contrast, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, or maybe of from old life springs new life, right? Exactly. And of course, you're not going to have a no. walker in in what is supposed to be representing life, I suppose. Yeah. But I, I I say that because like in all those years, of course, they but, must have cleaned wait, that up. Wait, 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 because okay. before okay. Alicia burned the holding down, mm-hmm. that was where she was going to go, and they had the fucking tree with the walker on it there. Wait, wait, where, where was she going to go? The holding. Before she burned the holding down, that was where they were going to be. That was where they were going to keep Alicia. Okay. But, but they only moved to Franklin Hotel because she burned the because she burned the holding down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Alicia was so, in tra- Alicia was supposed supposedly according to Will, a leader at that point after a huge span of time. So, she must have taken it down at some point. This is why I asked the question, has she <laughs> drunk the Kool-Aid? You know what I mean? Like she would have cleaned that up in all that time, right? No, I think she's I think she's doing what she said she was going to. She's good. she's not going to do what Teddy wanted. She's going to build the world how how she wanted or what or i mean which essentially is what teddy wanted anyway whatever she but said he's inc- gonna say so, that's what i wanted <laughs> which includes the tree right so, no, so uh, she cut the walker free and let the tree die so i'm not gonna be like that yeah well we're, we're assuming there's a walker there but or maybe you there might be. not have been well i mean but why wouldn't there be is what i'm saying because, because that's how it was at the holding listen you're not reading into the thing the way i am because <laughs> well, i mean, I, I, know, I, mean I, yeah. I get what you're saying i get what you're saying but what i'm saying is she was going to be at the holding anyway and they had the tree and the walker there the only oh, reason oh i see what you're saying is because saying. she burned it down they would have recreated I, I did, it exactly you know it was time seemed to be running short damn timelines <laughs> I'm not saying well, I'm not saying you're I'm really not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I guess I'm trying to be in Teddy's brain like okay cuz first of all that he had a backup place to begin with is kind of cool. Like okay, this guy is really cuz again, I'm being impressed with Teddy again. Like he he's really figured out like okay, we need a backup plan. Oh, hey, I heard that there was a place where senators and congressmen they're all hanging out. <laughs> In this bunker, we found this place. We kicked the shit out of them. They're all dead mulch outside. Riley found that when he I was, that was reading mother. some books, trying to find a place after she yeah. burned the holding down. Yeah, yeah. And again, time jump. That's the and so they were in the school yeah. in the meantime, and blah blah blah. You know the whole thing. But yeah, but even then, it seems like they only just got everything together, and they were just about to move everybody in, and so maybe they didn't have enough time to get a walker that would just you know get stabilized. Mm-hmm. And t- I don't. I, it doesn't really matter in the end. It was the tree itself was still there. Why didn't they do something? with it reuse it for mulch or whatever no it seemed to stay there and it almost seemed like it was the centerpiece of the room but why 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 is it still there that's that's all i've been thinking about i bring this up because you don't really know you're assuming because it's alicia right it's alicia it's our girl well but then well, i mean a nuclear bomb why didn't off. she paint it <laughs> why did she paint the tree <laughs> i guess it i guess it's not on their <laughs> list of essential <laughs> items i guess i don't know things like that no one's gone until they're gone Actually, then that would fall in line with her character. And yet she didn't paint the tree. So that's my point. It's like you're in this (laughs) space where you're like, did she, is she the mother? Is she not? I say this because we want to say that it's our Alicia. But now I'm thinking if Strand is going full reversion, is Alicia going full reversion or is she going through the looking glass? It looks like she's going after the walker in the mural. And the mural itself, I think Sharon D would appreciate it. The background of the mural looks like an infinity symbol. Mm-hmm. Alicia's on the left. Ooh. And then the walker's on the right. And now there's a I screenshot, it like a obviously. Hurricane. 
<laughs> I got season four hurricane key art. Yeah. But still, and that would be fitting too. If you think about Alicia's, the way Alicia paints too, like you, you paint what you know, right? It's another Walker NATO. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I have to say about that though, just it, cause that's all I want to really think about at this point until you guys say something is once they find the note, it says Padre, they all sit down after the commercial break. You see Will on the left underneath Alicia and you see Strand on the right mm. underneath the walker. And I thought that was a very interesting foreshadowing of like how, oh, this guy's in this camp, this guy's in that camp. But then as they start talking, I start realizing a little game we like to play on the show is, is Will real? <laughs> because you start to see that Will is saying, is literally saying the thing that Victor is thinking or experiencing or feeling. The only difference is that he comes to a different conclusion. But at the same time, he's saying the things that I feel like were like, hey, Will, stop reading my lines, Coleman <laughs> says, you know, like, or the actor, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's like, stop reading my lines. Is Will real, right? But he is real and whatever. I, I know that, but this is an exercise. Will is Will, as in willpower or Will, the force of Will. Strand, history goes to the victors. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yes, it makes sense. It's funny. But I, I like that little juxtaposition. So are we foreshadowing? I don't know. I, we None of us know what, really would know what Padre is. None of us really know what this painting means yet. The tree still being in there could simply serve as a reminder to Alicia. To not be to, to not, not be, be this like way? Teddy. Huh? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you keep things like that around, even if it's even if it's tough, just to remind you what not to do. Don't go down this path. Don't be like that. Oh shit, man! You know what? You just okay. While I was watching the first time last night, and I'm like falling asleep and shit. <laughs> Will asks for the Saint Christopher medallion back. Mm-hmm. It happens to be under Victor's glove. He's holding. Like in he's his holding ha- it close to his skin, right? Yeah. And so, but I thought to myself, I went a little deeper, as one does. Because we <laughs> and, make deep. Right, we make deep. Here, have some deep. <laughs> have some deep. <laughs> I remember the, the whole reason why Victor started wearing gloves to begin with was as a result of season four. Mm-hmm. He gets his hand burnt in the fire during the stadium collapse with the oily walkers rescuing Alicia. And so he has this scar to remind him instead of the pebble from the dam, trading in scars to remember the, the good person that he was. He has this permanent reminder of this good person that he is now from saving Alicia. And here we are with the possibility of him, quote unquote, saving Alicia just outside the lighthouse. Like, oh, you, a man doesn't rush into the fog to or the fire to confirm that his friend is dead. He rushes into the fog or the fire to save his friend. So I just like that little parallel, the little reminder. Oh, this is a reminder for when I saved Alicia from the fire. Oh, this is a reminder to the St. Christopher Dallion right near the skin where I burned myself when I saved Alicia from the fire. I just, I like that there's like layers and layers of poetry that, ooh, delicious. I, I did want to ask one question as a result of this though, because Will says out loud, that's like the second time you tried to kill me. And then he killed, proceeds to try to kill him a third time. And we, we, we know the instances that he's speaking of, okay, throwing him out into the cold after not really being satisfactory questions, almost killing him where Will used to sleep in that truck with the lined sheets and stuff like that and after, after being shot. And then again, here in the stupid lighthouse, almost getting killed a third time for trusting Victor for a second. And then I wonder, like, why doesn't Will kill Victor? Which, why, why just, because after the world being the way it is, and maybe it, it isn't on the level of of The Walking Dead season 11, where we have ferals and, and Daryls and, <laughs> and Reaper and Reapers, oh my, but shouldn't we already sort of be getting there? Or 
Do you know what I mean? Like, shouldn't we be there already? Isn't Will like hip to that? I ask this because I want to just push back and see what you guys think because I, I have an idea, but but why why does Will give Victor so many chances after even saying himself a second ago, oh, after seeing you, you today, I don't think she would recognize the man you are. And this is definitely not going to get me in with her. Because taking her a pants. dead Victor to Alicia would not get Will the acceptance that he wants, especially since Alicia did not see Victor in his current state. So if Will just brings Victor, you know, Strand back and he's dead, Alicia doesn't know that. She's like, hey, you just killed my my friend or my mentor. It's kind of funny you said that because it kind of parallels how the episode ended. She was saying like if she if Will took a dead Victor, it wouldn't do anything. Meanwhile, Victor threw him over the edge of the building, and it's Will. like now she'll never. Be, I forget the exact wording. Basically, she'll never she won't come. Have now. anything to do with she me after this? Exactly. Which is like that's it. So is is Will line. real? No, I'm <laughs> I, I see what you're saying though, but no, I'm not proposing that at all. I'm saying that at this point, like Victor is a failed project. Why does he even keep? him alive to begin with i he'll he should he'll just find something else to do or someone else something some other way in not victor so i mean i see i see that in that scene he's like leaving victor to fend off for himself but then why wouldn't you just get rid of a guy that clearly is is after seeing a place like his and this is look am i do, guys am i having my first bone to pick <laughs> oh my gosh i'm i'm a real boy <laughs> don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> i feel like i'm having my first bone to pick because after seeing the weirdness in victor's place how would you first of all how would you keep a guy like that alive i'm saying that i have a bone to pick but at the same time i think i understand why I think Will but needed a place s- to live. So you think that, okay, okay, so you, okay. If he keeps Victor alive, he might keep his promise of bringing him back? Uh, I mean, uh, the, after at, trying to kill him? After spending 50 days. A few times? <laughs> after spending 50 days outside, I think I would be willing to take that chance just for a place to be safe. Yeah, I would. And he saw the type of meal that he got yeah. there, so he knew that it was. Yeah. Okay, I can bite. I can bite. Sharon, you're stuck. I feel like you're stuck. Don't be I Martha. Mean, that's, that's valid, I guess. <laughs> but I, I feel like, well, maybe it's the same thing as um, we we were talking about Negan going back to Alexandria without Maggie. Uh, oh, back to Victor's place without Victor. Right. Is that they wouldn't that let him in? With yeah. I mean, then we're assuming mm-hmm. that he would go back to Victor's place too. So I, I don't know. And like, it seems to me that like that. Oh well, he he doesn't have the Padre note. And had he not kept Victor alive, maybe they wouldn't have gotten there. The thing that I'm probably trying to land on is it says more about Alicia and his time with Alicia, I think. Like giving people a chance. No one's gone till they're gone, Mm -hmm. right? So maybe there's a little of that in there. But then it also gets me to thinking maybe she is the mother, right? (laughs) I'm thinking two things. And maybe that's what the mother's supposed to do. Give a chance. Like Teddy says, use your judgment. This is the person that lives. This is the person that doesn't deserve to live. And she decides... You know, it's not like a you're preordained to be awful. No, now you have a chance. Now that the world is dead and there's few of you left, now I get to decide who lives and who dies. And and maybe that's her way of doing that. Again, I'm flipping back and forth between her old values and her new her possible quote unquote new values, which we have to kind of keep an eye on. Listen, I just don't want you guys to be surprised when it turns out she's a, a white linen wearing cult leader. Oh, gosh. Okay? <laughs> so I'm preparing you oh, mentally for the possibility. And Meg is just like, oh no, I thought we were going to see Madison. This maybe we will, and then she'll come back. Madison, oh, Alicia, Alicia's going to have blonde. Alicia's going to have blonde curly hair when we see her. That's who's in the painting with Alicia as Madison. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember in the season three finale, Sleigh Ride, how Madison was having this like alternate universe type thing. Yeah, the Thanksgiving, that's what it's Christmas be. dinner, Christmas. Yeah, yeah that's what it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> so okay, let's let's pretend for a minute that Will was 
kicked out for not doing the thing that Alicia asked him to do that would protect everyone except for her. Whatever the thing is that he wouldn't do, could that maybe be why everyone had to leave and why they're now seeing Walker Bunker people? Because he didn't do the thing that Alicia asked him to do. What do you guys think first? Because I just don't feel like, because he, I, the only reason why I say this is because he sees this and he's shocked. Like, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. He even, right? he even like, says so, it's not possible. Right. Even in light of what he was supposed to do or whatever it was that he was supposed to do. And which was a long time ago. Oh, but then he says the walkers were out there a long time. Mm-hmm. So maybe. But then he says it's impossible. So like I'm thinking there's a conflict. There's a brain conflict here. I mean, is is Will an unreliable yeah. witness I, here? I, can't, I mean, we can't say for sure because we don't know what the thing is that Alicia asked him to do that he wouldn't do. But right. I'm just saying it's kind of a coincidence that he was supposed to do this thing to protect everyone. And now some of them are showing up dead. And you know what, though? I feel I was going to say this earlier and I kind of want to say this now. But and this is maybe another bone to pick. So watch <laughs> out. My my thing is I love symbolism a lot. I love parallels. I love narrative foreshadowing. I love all of that stuff. But I feel like this will business is too much symbolism to Victor. I was supposed to do the thing that was supposed to keep everybody safe, but it would have killed Alicia. Like Victor sparing Morgan, but it would have kept everybody safe. Like, oh, I kicked Morgan in the thing to be the hero, but then I ended up shitting the bed. (laughs) But right. But like, it's too much symbolism, I think. And I I know I'm saying this now, and I know this is making me uncomfortable. Like, because I I like it, but I also don't like it on the level of, well, it still has to play with reality. It still has to be something that suits a, a grander narrative that makes sense literally. Too much symbolism... Is can be bad for you. It's too like too much breakfast cereal. Okay, you can't live on cereal, people. It's too sugary. It's not a good diet. I know it says it's a balanced breakfast, <laughs> but they're lying to you. And I'm I'm pulling back now because I'm like, okay, it's guys, guys, Dave. Dave, it's just the first episode. They're going to reveal some truths later on that make total, like just like in season six, they're going to release, reveal some truths later on that make sense of the events of the first episode in a way that is not figurative or narrative wise cool. You know, I don't, I say this because like, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. It just, it just, I just want it to make sense. And I want to know more about Will. And they gave us so much and they showed us his journey and his pain and his desperation. And it, it just sucks to see him go. And it sucks that I want it to be something that we actually get to see echoes of later on. Cause it was, I thought it, his performance was so impactful that I kind of want it to stay or just echo so, a little longer. It's kind of funny you said that because I look and he's confirmed to appear next episode. So I think, and we're, deter- we're confirmed to see a bunch. Exactly. Cause we're confirmed to see Alicia June We're you know, so I really think we're going to get that flashback. Instead of jumping in time, like in season six, we're going to be probably retreading. We're going to be going back. And or even forward. if it's just, a, a, even if it's just one scene, it's, t- we're going to have at least one flashback scene next episode what if we're like sort of in the middle right now of the season mm. chronologically if if we're painting mm. out a season as is we're in the middle no. of it and then they go back in time and then by, and then by the time the mid-season finale comes around we'll be caught up to the events of the first episode right that this, this is what i'm to thinking go back to that ugly color grading well n- no it's it'll still be it'd be a nuclear holocaust <laughs> it's just 
instead of it'll like be it'll be like now. you know five, well 50 days ago like let's maybe say, or not like well that. well not well more than 50 days maybe next episode we'll go back to when the bombs fall yeah, yeah. I, I was just throwing out a round number because that's the number that they said on the, sh- on the show and sometimes you, you know how it is with shows when they drop a number it's not insignificant right or, yeah, or they dropped a fact he purposely made sure to say 50 so yeah yeah I don't know. yeah exactly so i'm not saying that's not insignificant but like the it, the idea holds true it's like okay maybe we're in the middle now we're just seeing victor break pretty bad which does I... actually i theorized that in season six i was like oh we're gonna because it was the end is the beginning and then it, and i was like oh we're gonna start here and this is the end and they're gonna go back and show us the beginning i was right let us talk about a little bit about victor and his breaking bad moments because you guys were very very well like rachel said in the beginning rachel was happy to see victor finally lean into this bad guy role i and when i want to go to meg next because she was an og you are an og preferred feared fear watcher so how does it make you feel to see Strand go this bad? There were droplets of it even back in his first episode, yeah. like when we first met him and Nick. Acceptable so, droplets. <laughs> acceptable droplets, but they've been sprinkled out more and more, like with him and Daniel on the bridge or at the dam. Right. Everything he did, like with the Abigail, once we got off Andre. the Ab- Abigail. So it's been mm-hmm. it's been coming along this whole time. I think if he didn't show any of the characters, if he, they showed it in the beginning, then they drifted off and came back, I would have been like, like what the hell? It's hokey, right? Right. right. But, exactly. But it, we've been leading up to this for seven years now. Mm. So, like somebody like Shrandy, for example, who kind of came in late to the game, you're catching up. You're gonna feel different about it than how like I do and how others do. So I'm actually really curious to hear your take on it. I met Strand in season four, and he was all about trying to be the good guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm really not entirely surprised. <laughs> in I think I took you for a loop. Oh my gosh. I'm proud of. My myself <laughs> <laughs> well i mean look strand is not one of my favorite characters i i don't really same know a lot about you know i mean i know i just don't he's not somebody i think a lot about because he's just not one of my favorites you know but i mean i wasn't surprised to see him go totally bad especially after the end of last season i'm okay with the character going bad if it's organic and and i feel like after losing john june could have gone in that direction very easily yeah this theory was well before she went back to forgiving dakota and all that bullshit but um, and morgan won. that would have been too obvious <laughs> if she took that route it would have been way but too obvious. Uh, like, yeah, I guess in a way. Strand. Well, it's no, obvious okay. Strand well, too. The reason I say it with June, the only reason I say it is because it's the scorned widow. How many times have we seen that? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm not talking about in the Walking Dead universe. Just, but you're channel. saying tropey. Yeah, in a tropey sense. It's right. Sure. Right. Sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually really How glad no they fury. didn't. Mm. How <laughs> half no fear like a woman yeah. scorned. I'm so glad they didn't take that that route. Um, but I'm glad they packing up with this, dip their toe into it, so to say. Yeah, I, well, I showed, totally her go dark a little bit. They yeah. did. So yeah. it, it, there's a possibility of it happening down the line, but not like Strand, where each season it got worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of where I want to go next because for my part, and this is this is the interesting thing about. <sighs> where I'm at, because as some of you may or may not know, I like Strand. I I really do see the pain and, and you get to see a little bit of, of it in his eyes when Will mentions that he was supposed to do something that would have saved everybody, but then it would have hurt Alicia. And then, and then you, you feel the ha 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 Strand voice go kind of like, I know what you mean. And then it slowly starts to relax and slowly starts to relax. And you feel like, oh, I know, I know that Victor. I know that Victor. I know that Victor, that's the Victor that was trying to do good. And he sees that by, by the end of this episode when they're sitting 
right in front of that mural. He goes, yeah, you know, yeah, we'll find her together. And then as soon as he gets back to his lair, he just reverts to his old self again. And he goes, yes, I agree with you. However, I am not going to be that man again. Because as we were saying, you know, talk about parallels again. In the last episode, we, sp- we spoke a lot about love and the apocalypse. And you guys aren't wrong. You guys aren't wrong at all. Like, that episode has not been released yet. <laughs> it will be tomorrow. But it's episode 155. It's uh, our... TWD uh, season A finale. Ah, see, I know my shit. But we were talking about Daryl and Leah and love and how every time Daryl's like, oh, every time somebody seems to fall in love, I guess bad shit happens to them, right? And again, not wrong. However, it's like a trap because if you deny yourself love, it goes the other way. You might make an enemy out of someone. And so when, when we talk about this sort of thing, like if you deny Alicia's love, are you making an enemy out of her? Even if Alicia is the, or maybe especially if Alicia is the mother, you know, like, okay, now he's not a righteous person. He is to be smoked, <laughs> right? The mother of dragons. <laughs> mother, mother of culties. This is the thing. I liked Strand. I liked his trajectory. I liked that he was go- moving in a direction that was... I mean, look, even last year, he sent Alicia away because he wanted to do good. He wanted to protect her. But then he made it about him come time because... It was always about it was him. Always well, about him. Don't sugarcoat mm-hmm. it. He wanted it was he always. wanted her gone so he could be stranding. Calling his people, calling his guys with guns rangers. It's all this well, mangled nonsense now. Even in season mm-hmm. one, it was always about him. He's he like the mad hatter. The group right to get now. him out. He is the perfect antagonist. Well, he's the perfect antagonist. What you were saying. Well, and would you say that he's a more suitable antagonist than Madison would? Because he, Absolutely. He just makes a lot more sense than Madison in some Absolutely. So, but from the moment we met him, he's used people to his own advantage. That's his skill. Oh, God. And then, you know what? Imagine he was responsible for all the Clarks dying and he becomes the ultimate antagonist. He becomes the audience's ultimate antagonist. Because then we can put it all on Strand and and not on Ian and Andrew, right? (laughs) But I I think that's kind of genius. Right? It's kind of genius, right? You're putting on a character what what has normally been laid on the shoulders of Ian and Andrew. And so now you're like, oh, but that's why this happened. It wasn't us. Strand was supposed to be the villain the whole time. You got to watch a family die in the apocalypse and it was all his fault. It was all his fault. No, but you know, it will be because they, because he was just around. Oh, <laughs> it's just his, Victor was there. just his fault because he's just there. his presence. Okay. Exactly. He keeps he's screwing fault. things up and then trying to be good and screwing things up. And then he eventually leans in to be bad. And then he kills Alicia. Like, like what the fuck? Like walking into a horde of, of walkers with Carol. Just don't stand next to her. Don't, don't be near Victor. <laughs> right, right. Don't be, right. Exactly. So anyway. Socially uh, distanced. I am sort of joking, but it would be kind of cool if they didn't. It wouldn't be cool. It wouldn't be cool. I'm making it clear. Meg. It would be cruel. Rachel, not you forgot cool. the R. Yeah. It would be cruel. Narratively speaking, it would be cool. But like, actually kind of like my feelings towards Victor. Kind of fucked up. It makes me feel bad because I liked <laughs> I liked Victor trying to be good. I liked it when he was gray. I liked it when he was leaning on the side of the the angels, but had to do a little, like, kind of like Carol, had to do a little bad. Oh. This is why Rachel and I are twins, because we share the same theory about this. Mm. But I, either way, now you must ask me, hey, Dave, do you think Victor is full evil? Hey, Dave, do you think Victor's full evil? Goodbye, folks. We'll see you in the next one. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, let me explain to you the timeline and the events of what happened between first and second watch. First watch, my heart was broken. Utterly broken. I felt so shocked. Like, shocked that we lost him. You know, when he when he threw Will off the roof. You felt the loss of Victor, not the loss of Will. Yes? Correct? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I just and, you to know, be, I knew just he, to be clear. <laughs> I knew you were going there too, but it makes it makes sense that you would explain that that way because it's kind of like how you felt about Aaron or or Jerry. Yeah, you felt the loss a little bit of his Jerry humanity or and of Aaron. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I felt about Victor. He literally was taking his conscience, will, and throwing it off a roof. You didn't you feel know? that when he stabbed Sanjay in the leg and threw him into a pile of walkers, or when he See, double that's... stomp kicked Morgan into a bunch of walkers. Ooh. Like, where what? have you been? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay, right. You, you're going to agree with me when I explain this to you. First of all, That'll Sanjay, when we see weak characters, we're not. We're going to be like, oh, I don't identify with that at all. <laughs> Sanjay, get, get off, get off me, Sanjay. Right? Okay. Let me. Let's move on. But even kicking Morgan, there's a confusion there. There's a, an error processing. You're like, where is this coming from? In a sense, like you kind of know it's there. <laughs> but you don't think it's going to happen. You know, you feel it coming, but you're like, they're not going to do it, right? No. Kind of like the CRM destroying campus colony in Omaha. <laughs> World beyond. The entire time Will was on the roof with Strand, I was like, why are you standing so close to him? <laughs> Get away from the freaking edge he of that legit The entire time, I was like, why are you so, like, no, I, that did not surprise me. Sanjay surprised me a whole hell of a lot more than him really? throwing Will off the okay. roof. Yes. Okay. Well, see, now, this is why I'm talking about this, because there are a bunch of people like me, there's going to be a bunch of people like you, and we need to get the whole mood on the show, because... <laughs> um, excuse me, sir, there's only one of me. Well, I was pointing just to all, I was pointing to all, that's why I did the hand motion thing for the podcast audience. Oh, I just audience. wanted to fuck with you. Podcast <laughs> audience, I did this, this, this. I'm not describing it, but it's something with my hands. Describe all of you. I just wanted to fuck with you. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, that's what we do. We make deep. <laughs> we make fuckery. Oh, God. I felt it. I felt it. And But then on the second watch, part of me was kind of like, okay, you're going to hate me for saying this. I think so. I'm not sure. But how are they going to roll this back? Because could Alicia forgive him? Could Alicia forgive no, him? No, I don't nope. think that's the point of this season. I think Strand's going, bye-bye. Okay. He'll well, get I... yeeted off a roof. Yeah. What did you say? Eaten off a roof? Yeeted. Oh, like... yeeted. <laughs> what? what? What what did you say, young whippersnapper? <laughs> okay, Grandpa. What is what is a yeet? What is a yeet? <laughs> what is a yeet? <laughs> See, this is why you need where me my, here because where I are my teeth? young. Oh God! <laughs> I'm quitting. I'm quitting. They're put him on a boat and shove him out to sea, and that will be the yeah. end of it. <sighs> the only time I felt Guys. bad for Strand is when he was trying to be good, and and I kept saying, "Just stop it! You're not. Just you're stop. not. You're good. embarrassing Just stop. yourself. I'm so embarrassed for you right now. I'm so embarrassed for you right now. Strandish. Just stop, Just right stop right being good. You're not good. You're bad. Just be. Oh bad. my God! It's so bad. <laughs> I just want to point out how. <laughs> Much of Virginia's Democrat style. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I just want to point out how much of Virginia's style he has picked up. Mm-hmm. Only uh, people who were useful. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Calling them rangers, dressing in period garb because Virginia was dressing in the old west type stuff, and Strand is wearing the old the war pioneers, stuff. right? Yeah, yeah. He's very unlike very, himself. Very you could much, say very much taken over, taking some of Virginia's ruling style. But you're you're saying it in black. Okay, I'm. Thank you for saying that because you are saying what I am thinking. I, there's several things that make me hold a candle still on second watch. And that was one of them because Victor Strand in the beginning of the show. Now you guys are going to walk with me. I'm going to drag you kicking and screaming to the beginning of the show. What, what, what the hell was Victor wearing at the beginning of the show? Tell tuxedo. me. Tuxedo. Tuxedo. The highest line of, of, of clothing. 
button-down shirts, fancy glasses, the Abigail, the whole nine, motherfucking just to the nine. Yeah, right. Now where are we at? How alien is this strand to the original strand? And even the middle strand. He's still okay, pretty strand, stylish. I mean, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a whole other bent, but it's not his style that he's ganking. It's someone else's. The rangers he employs in the tower, Biff's tower, right? <laughs> Biff and Strand's tower. And Howard. Fine, Howard's tower. Whatever. Howard. But Biff, Howard, Howard, and Strand. <laughs> so it's not him. He's borrowing this mishmash of, of weird things he's picked up over the years, mostly recent history. And that's why I'm thinking like to myself, I know it's confusing and I know, I just feel like he's not himself. Maybe it's the self he wanted to be, but he's doing it in this weird, inauthentically strand way. I don't feel confused right? at all. I think it all makes perfect sense. <laughs> I know, I know, right? I'm not familiar with insensation. I know, right? I know exactly where, where strand stands. <laughs> and aren't we all sort of an accumulation of our our experiences, the people that come into our life, we pick things up from people, we, cont- we carry on the things that we like and we discard the things we don't like. And so he's taking the things that he liked from Virginia in her style mm. and leaving behind what he didn't. The love. And, and, and maybe even take taking what it. you need, leave what there you don't. There you go. Oh, there you go. Snippity snap. <laughs> so I guess he did take All some back. lessons from. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe that's, even okay. That's what he got from Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> and and may and maybe to that effect, like okay, even the style that he's ganking now is a bit of Howard because Howard is the one that inspires it. Yeah, you know, between all the historical garb, yeah. the accoutrement, the, uh, the I mean that sword that he's using is a obviously it's a replica, it's a show, people, it's a TV show, but it's based off of a real artifact that's in a real museum right now. Actually, awesome. Which is kind of cool. Which is kind of cool. Awesome. In the bullet in the Bullock Museum, that's really um. I, well, it's not really. I wonder George Washington sword. No, Hockley. Hockley. George Hockley. George Washington Hockley. I wonder how sharp it still is. Not not very. Yeah. But hey, he's using it. Well, you know what? I'll say this much. You're gonna laugh at this one. It's definitely sharper than the Triceratops uh, horn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> World Beyond reference. You should. You should. Oh still, my listen, god. I know we're saying a lot of things that make you not want to watch World Beyond, but you should watch world you should and yeah. you should so listen good. to this yeah. podcast while you do so good. just yeah. grit, grit you your teeth and get through the the irritated irritating bits but stick with it if you listen to us through your watch yeah. you will have a greater appreciation for the show like yeah we eventually did after after every single episode until the end so far so until okay the season premiere I'm, I'm glad you're straightening it out but this also even though he kind of takes the bits and pieces from people over the years, I feel like we are still in a space where Victor is kind of sort of still going backwards. Why do I say that? I feel like he's still not the, this the, you know, the walking dead, the, the idealized version of himself. And maybe that, oh look, and I'll fully concede that that could mean he becomes even more evil, mm. right? Mm. Oh, let's just say. I'm not counting out the fact that he could even be the other way, but I'm, or the way I don't even want him to. And to Sharon's point, like, is that what I would have wanted for June? No! It's kind of like now what I'm seeing with Victor. No! But narratively, delicious. Delicious. Yeah. I'm, agree- I'm agreeing with you, like in the other side of that mirror. Like, and now it's Victor, but, and we're seeing it. And look, Guys, don't be surprised if they try to roll this back because 
That's what a season premiere is. You, you have this misery buildup of this is what the world was like. But oh, I'm about to cry. Walker's about to kill me. And then all of a sudden, Victor's Rangers come, come up and save Will. By the end of the episode, you have this shock. Well, not as much a shocker for you guys, but this, but it is a shocking death. Push for Strand especially. I noted to myself while he was fighting all those walkers, I'm like, I have never seen Strand kill that many walkers slash people ever. In one episode, he killed just as many in six seasons that he has in this one episode. It's really crazy. He's like wielding a sword and then a hatchet and the sword and hatchet. And then he kills the walker behind him with the sword. And then the hatchet <laughs> goes flying. He, I, he was, have you ever seen him kill things like this? No, it's impressive in a way. And maybe he is getting closer to the man he was meant to be in the apocalypse. But I just don't know that he's done yet. That's the thing. And again, first episode, we don't know where this is going to go. We are shocked into place that he is a bad motherfucker. But then what is the show going to do to say, oh, you, you think that's bad? <laughs> first of all, yeah, there could be something else down the road. And that person may even be Alicia. We don't want to say that, but it could be. You transfer that Madison it. narrative to Alicia and you got something interesting. So now we have two bad guys? We're yeah, everybody on the show is bad. And then our good, our, our good other guys? good guys are going, everybody else. Everybody's like, what? I don't. And then Morgan comes in. I'm bad, too. I'm bad, too. I'm bad, too. Yeah, baby Momo comes out with a knife. <laughs> Chucky? Yeah. Although, okay, so you hopped onto something that I don't think we have the right to talk about yet. But I, I've been seeing the teasers into the, into the next, you know, the look-aheads and all that and stuff. And I feel like something, I think this is something we did say. We, we kind of said that Grace could be a leader of the damn settlement before they blew up the world. But I we also said in the same breath, I think in the same very same episode, that Grace, out of this weird resentment thing and postpartum loss of a child, etc., this, all this stuff happening at once, that she could be a bad guy. And I am sort of picking that up in some of these teasers, but... Like, and now we have this, like, tri literal trifecta of possible bad guys already on the horizon. Grace, Alicia, and Strand, of all people. Wouldn't it be fun, though, if, like, all three of those got together and then we had, like, you know, June <laughs> and Sarah and, I don't know, somebody else, and they were all on the good side, you know what I mean? And we had, like, this... Funny, you should say that. <laughs> all have you seen the key art? Civil War. <laughs> have you seen the key art? It's ridiculous. They are literally on different sides facing one another, and you yeah. don't know who's facing off against whom. I I, I literally put it on, because I'm trying to make the key art, uh, sorry, the graphics for the podcast, and I'm like putting them side by side, and on the left side and the right side, with Morgan and Victor in the middle facing off against one another, and I'm just going like, what is happening here? What, is, what chaos is being wrought here? So I don't know what's going to happen next. I really, I really, really don't. I'm keeping my mind open. I think that'll be fun. I mean, I like it when shows do unexpected things. That's why I liked Game of Thrones, because they did shit you did not expect anybody would ever do. That's exactly what I'm kind of saying. I really. like mm -hmm. unexpected as long as it makes sense. Like, don't pull mm -hmm. something in out of left field and expect me to believe it. This episode made sense. Oh, yeah. This, yeah, this, <laughs> yeah. this is the first time Strand has made sense to me in seven years. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> I, he's fine. He's finally I disagree. Strand is finally becoming who he was meant to be. I agree. The problem with this show <laughs> is that 
we we like to talk about high-minded concepts and try to do predictions and, and say, wouldn't it be interesting if, and oh, maybe this is that. And then sometimes we're right about those things. And it's just like, whoa, Ezekiel is, is the Dwight role or something like that. But then you like, you want to pick on little things like, okay, remember the green color in the first, in sorry, in season six, what that meant. Oh, mm. poison, poison running through a lot. And, and you, know, you see that in this episode in the poison woods with the trees burning and stuff and the blue from the, from the bunker, the bluish green. And you get the, and when you're in the bunker, then this is what really, drives me crazy is because oh this was here from a long time like 50 days or whatever however long it was that they between the time that he was booted out of alicia's community and then now you still see remnants of those box plants and you're like oh my god this is tony's bunk this is the holding all over again so what is going on is alicia running this thing like the holding what is going on i'm just i'm so scared i'm so scared so like all this shit like all these little narrative hints and colors and these allusions to like different things that we observed in the first in the season just prior makes me think like what what is gonna happen i I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't like it. I don't like these little little hints that they're dropping. Wasn't Strand's title card green? Mm -hmm. Yes. Little, the little hints of blue and the, the edges kind of like burning off mm -hmm. as they zoomed Very out. Very neon. What do you, what do you, it's, it's good to bring this up again. Okay, so even taking a little further step back. It's uh, maybe, bright. It, it was bright because of the beacon shining out. Yeah, The beacon yeah. was shining out, making everything bright. Brighter and, like, yeah, that kind of bluish. But then, yeah, it was green in the end. Meg... Well, I don't think we ever asked Meg this. Did you prefer the earlier intro music in in, to in title sequence compared to like season like six or yeah, yeah let's just say I actually really love the music for fi seasons five and six. This one, I don't know how I feel. Well, about compared to even the OG season, that's that's kind of you know what it's I'm been saying. so long since I've watched the beginning season, like the openings from the original seasons, and I can't remember them. That was it. You know that was what? It right there. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about something else. I'm YouTubing it. <laughs> Get back to me. Okay, this is what Meg YouTubed. There it is. That's the intro. There you go. <laughs> I never, I never liked it. I don't know how to feel. Right? See, I never liked the old intro. I like this. Okay, now I'm doing. Now I'm watching season four. After the ad. See, I have to do it for the podcast audience, right? That's my excuse. Okay, season four, I loved. <laughs> season four is fantastic. Right. Well, season six. I like. I liked it in six and 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 six and and even this one they've they changed the music slightly in each title card. We, yeah, I never I never really had the time to actually do the overlay oh, yeah. where you line up all sixteen mm -hmm. tracks. Sixteen tracks is a good number to mm -hmm. kind of see how they play out. What if there's like a hidden message I and mean, then you got to play it backwards? because the Beatles record backwards yeah. and you guys are shut up. No, that Careful reminds me, there was this episode of The Simpsons where Bart joins a boy band and they play this song and Lisa's like, wait, something doesn't sound right. So she played it in reverse. And it was song, me yes. I remember yes. that. Like, join, it was, they were singing basically, join the Navy. <laughs> it was join yeah. the Navy backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was... It was actually really catchy. I haven't had to think but about that in so long, and now that's it's all one I'm of my favorite about. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think I'm going to join the Navy. I know where I thought of this from. Weird. But okay, wait. Can I please talk about my th me my and thing Riley? I... <laughs> Meg's going to explode. Are, are you okay? <laughs> oh yeah, I can talk now. Oh wait, here, here's here's the first ep. <laughs> The OG. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. I, 
You know, it's funny. My wallpaper on my computer says never quit, but fuck it, I'm quitting. <laughs> Hang in there, baby. I'm like freaking out right now because I would have already forgotten what I tried was trying to say. <laughs> no, I'm wanting to say this for fucking two yeah, hours. I would have already forgotten what I was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I am so, I think it's fucking fantastic. The way they showed Will on the ground with the spine sticking out of his back and the blood and everything. Cause we've never really seen the spine of the walker sticking out. And yeah, I think it's fantastic. And it reminds me of Rachel and she's going to, yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant our Rachel for a second. I'm like, what did our Rachel? Why is our Rachel dead? Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. It reminded me of what our Rachel is capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Not like killing people, oh. but like, her skills. I her makeup meant, skills. I thought you meant Rachel from last season. <gasps> no, me. Yeah, I, meant, okay. I need to take a. I need to take a sip now. Man, you, you got it out of you. That's good. Yeah. You, put it, you put it in the hole. Well, I had I had like 30 seconds to get it all out. <laughs> did did I'm you? Sweating now. I would have given you the floor. I I watched. <laughs> I've been trying to get the floor for two hours. <laughs> Rachel, can I borrow yeah, that? Yeah, I band? got extras. Guys, just just doing the music from my mouth makes me. Yeah. Hot. Okay, that sounded <laughs> sounded differently. <laughs> sounded differently in my head. It really I'm did. I'm just saying, what other orifice would you make the music yeah. out of? Well, if he had tacos, I wouldn't be able to get the high have pitch. Some beans, you know, and, you know, it's a musical fruit. <laughs> Where's a meal? Bring, Where's the hot sauce? <laughs> so beans. I'm gonna. I'm Tabasco, Walter. <laughs> yeah, it's just Tabasco. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, despite how sad it's gonna make me. I watched that end scene the first time through, and then the second time I watched it, I knew better, and I could not look at the screen because Will looked way too much like, like Glenn. Glenn. But it was really cool though. It was so cool. I, I could appreciate it the first time I watched it, and then and then it clicked, and I went, oh no, God, and and then I looked I, away. I can't unsee yeah. it. <sighs> yeah, and then I couldn't watch it the second time. It was so cool. <laughs> wow, that's really interesting. Still get you to this day, huh? It'll never not be sad. Yeah, yeah. It was so cool. It was so cool. <laughs> I had to go pull a screenshot last night from the door, and I was like, Uh, uh, (laughs) 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 and if you see the, sorry, if you see the parallel, if you see the parallel I posted earlier, you'll see why I was like, I did, and I'm just like, sometimes I just wonder why do why why bother? (laughs) Just you know, just it's better. Why share this pain with us? Misery, never mind. Misery Misery loves loves company. company. Mm-hmm. Sons of bitches. <laughs> well, call back to season five, nuclear reactor. Not my first rodeo. One little thing I noticed is Strand is living up high while Alicia is living underground. Heaven and hell. Read what you want into it. It's just something I noticed. Oh, is there a Huacha on, <laughs> on Victor's Tower? There should be. Oh, if Victor had a Huacha, oh, he would. Oh, that would be oh, great. Those that would nuclear shadows. What if it was in the background and we didn't it see it? Would be great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Strand's use of the walkers to drag. Yes. Yeah. We don't have horsepower anymore. We got walker power. That's how That's how power measurement, that's how you have to measure power from now on. So it's the Energizer yeah. walkers? They right. just keep going and going right. and going. Right. It's, it's for walker power, right? Can I notice that he keeps calling them walkers too? I just have to kind of marvel on that, that he's just consistent with that. Walkers. Anyway, whatever. The the bad guys are stalkers, so we got walkers. Yeah. Stalkers. I'm sorry that made walker me Walker stalkers. So <laughs> <laughs> They're walker stalkers. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, just a sure. really small bone. So 
uh, Strand and Will are, are in the van and Strand's like, I'm going to get out of here and go find Alicia by myself. And he gets out and his horse is right there, not being attacked by walkers or anything. <laughs> okay, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh, God, hopefully it ran off. As much, no, as much he got as on it. About... He got on it and rode away. Oh, okay. But but it, 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 it was just standing <laughs> there. Yeah. When oh, the, um, interesting bone. Interesting bone. When the stalkers attack and the horse is like in between the walkers and they're all shooting and stuff and the horse is just walking in between the like, walkers. Like, like, What's up, it's okay. Yeah. The gunfire or the echo doesn't scare them at all. Does anybody have any theories about the stalkers? Why do they all of a sudden come out of the woodwork here? I mean, they are obviously nearby because of Will's experience with them, but what are they doing? Why? Why and who yeah. are they? Maybe it's Sherry and Dwight. It's the dark horses. No, they're the dark, they're they're like, the well, dark horses. Right, but we'll name them the stalkers. So we don't know what this group is calling yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. True. But, true. but then why? Are they any clothes or what what's the deal with that? Will was was catching and strip uh, killing and stripping the dead on his because he was looking to see what they had to eat and what they had in their packs. But not like literally naked, right? Am I wrong? Oh, oh, you just reminded me of a different point that I wanted to bring up, too. When Will kills the lighthouse walker, aside from the cool effect of seeing the death of that walker in his goggles, when we find out that, that the map of the general area, like the Franklin and the lighthouse, are is up there, it gets me thinking that, because you see this in his face as he's killing the walker, it feels like he knows him, right? I know it doesn't matter because Will dies at the end, but, like, it feels like he knows him. It, feel like, it feels like he knows about this safe place and who this person might be, and maybe he has suspicions that lead into him seeing his people dead and coming after the lighthouse mm. afterwards right mm. so he knows this person there's something going on and now that i know that we're gonna get to see more of him like in the past i'm very interested to see because it's like a glacier you see the top right but the you know still yeah. waters run deep and all that stuff so he did I he wonder. did pause when he before he killed the walker yeah 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 we like froze frame on the thing and like saw i saw yeah i saw a demon you saw the yeah. devil i saw howard right howard oh, right? Um, <laughs> That map, <laughs> that map that he has with the lighthouse and the Franklin Hotel, that looks like a map that you get at a campground. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like when you okay, I thought the exact same thing. And that, what camp? Yeah. The font. And what camp exactly? Camp Cackleberry. <laughs> camp 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 <laughs> <laughs> Season five, everybody. <laughs> it's funny she mentioned the camp because it's really weird to say this, but the font of the map. Yeah. Yeah. No, that it's not was weird. really the dead giveaway. Mm -hmm. That it was a campground or from a tourist yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah. Some, it's not something you just buy somewhere. Like you get yeah. this from a specific like a, area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but then, what got me is the hotel and the hotel and the lighthouse are part of the same general compound. Right. Like some big yeah. recreational or, area. Right. Also, that the lighthouse same is super far away from the freaking shore. <laughs> mm. Mm. I was thinking that as well. Yeah. But but then again, it's like okay. it's not very tall. Like, have you seen a real light? I mean, you've seen a real lighthouse. Like, they're really yeah. tall and they're close to the shore. This was just. I think this is probably like a something at the at the campground, like an attraction for the hotel or something. Mm -hmm. You can go play yeah. in this pretend lighthouse, and it has a light that really goes around. But I don't think that's like a real lighthouse. I I, I have to tend to agree because had had they all been staring at that light, they would have been instantly blind. <laughs> they that's how a real lighthouse works but not this one so something to think yeah. about i live at the beach so i see lighthouses all the time so this was definitely not a real lighthouse <laughs> it kind of reminded me of like you know like in forests and everything you have those like those fire towers this is what it kind of like a mixture of both i don't know if there's like a hybrid thing 
or what, but it just gave, it reminded me of that, not so much as like a lighthouse is what you see normally, like by a beach mm-hmm. or something. Well, it could be one of those like forts, fort lighthouses or something like that. You know, it was like, okay, this is generally the beacon to the thing to the, like, I don't yeah. know, it's something military related or something like that. Because- so if, if people need to wear masks because of the toxic air, why don't the horses? <laughs> you know what? I thought about this and it, as much as people have a bone to pick with that, I wonder, like, <laughs> is there a mask big enough for a horse? No. I've seen... Um, I mean, they did yeah. make them yep. in, in, like, World War II. They made them for yep. horses. Yeah, World I've War seen them. World War II, they made gas masks for horses. But then, and also the radiation... The accessibility of gas masks for horses... Is just slim. Where where do you find them? Right. You know? well, and then also Texas. protecting their whole... Bo- <laughs> so, I, I, so the thing is, is, like, you can pick a huge bone with that, and I... Whatever, it sucks, because this is the nuclear fallout, and the only mode of transportation is horses but like first of all you're gonna get a horse into a hazmat suit you know that's gotta be a chore even if they do make it but then the the radiation gets their body and they die anyway Mm. so it's kind of like you might as well let them ride out and in grace you know like right because there's no other choice again that's why i said small bone doesn't even matter we've been thinking about this since since the promo photos where we see rufus out in the wild it's like okay you try getting a dog in a hazmat suit. It's not going to work. <laughs> they're going to piss and shit themselves while they're in the suit and you have to clean that up. It's like, he's on his last years anyway. So, no, he, he looked really old on the show in season six. He did. So it's kind of like, let's just let sleeping dogs lie. Well, I didn't think Rufus looked that old. <laughs> no, he looked uh, like he was like it, 10. It, when he was in the driver's uh, passenger seat when Morgan was talking to him, he was like, oh, look, yeah. I'm talking to a boom yeah. and then he gets hit by, uh, by the car. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he looks super old, Rufus. Uh, I was shocked that he survived it. <laughs> I, was, I was so too. Also, small to medium size bone <laughs> in the lighthouse. Oh, che- checks his <laughs> pants. What? <laughs> Spread them. That's where this show's going <sighs> all night. I mean, I kind of, I kind of started it in the early hours of the night, anyway. No, but when it was in the lighthouse, when they were about to, when he started pulling, pouring like the diesel fuel, mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, it's got a one in a million chance for to start." And then, of course, the trope, another trope, mm-hmm. boom, it starts mm-hmm. like right away, right come away, on. too. Which <laughs> right of, of course gets me to think of how, how that is even possible. And of course, diesel fuel does last a lot longer than regular fuel. Wait, it gets worse. <laughs> it, it's a callback to last season because the fuel. Must have been from one of Ginny's sales. Because this is one of the things we did talk about. Like, what's the point of making all this fuel? Who is it for? What is it for? It's for Ginny. But then, but it was just who the is fact it? that they actually said it. Oh, it's got a one in a million chance. And then it works. Right. But why is is it good that you brought it up? It's good that you brought it up because of that factoid. Because it pissed me off. <laughs> just right amount of ideal scenario, that fuel would have lasted six to six months to a year. This gives us a little bit of an idea of where they are in the timeline. It could be up to a year since the oh, fallout no, started. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying that because it could be like about a year from the time these bombs fell. It could be. So, you know, the fuel is kind of an indicator, even though you don't think it is, and it's a thing that's supposed to go, oh, it's a one in a million chance. No, you should pay attention to that. Is it politically incorrect if I say that when you start talking about diesel fuel and lighting that I really thought we were getting a Hanukkah lesson? Hey, (laughs) it is not politically incorrect, and I respect you. We know Ian Goldberg is a Jew, so... (laughs) And we really know that they brought in some really high 
Kabbalistic concepts in Nair Tamim. Two words. You know? So it's, it, I mean, you never know where the narrative is going to come from. So maybe, True. maybe the miracle of Hanukkah. I mean, we talked about like the Alamo and we've talked about like, Shirandi went into like, a, a, what was it, like a 200 year history lesson, yeah. which was rad. Right. We're talking about Judaism and everything. So it's possible. Yeah. And you, well, you were there for that. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> maybe that tells us we're in, we're in around December, November. Because yeah. <laughs> that's when, somewhere where Hanukkah happens. Lunar, lunar calendar. It's kind of funny just to think about now. If you watch the episode from end to beginning, we end up at the Franklin all over again, right? Because, why do I say this? Because the first shot is of the billboard leading up to the Franklin. I was like looking at this last night. I'm like, what the, what is this? Uh, was it leave your cares behind? You didn't even see the cares part. Leave your behind. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all you got to see. Leave your behind. <laughs> So, I say this because he's not that far away from the Franklin, which gets me to think Will is sus. And so, so there's more to Will than we're allowed to oh, see in this episode. You had an issue when I said yeet, but you can say sus and that's okay. Yeah, because people say okay. people say yeet. It sounds like wheat. And then I get confused. You old I don't timer. know what wheat is. I was being totally serious. <laughs> okay, but, but Rachel's so when younger. You, when you so... yeet someone, you toss. You Just I to throw this. them? Like, strand. Let's put it this way. So yeeted strand him off the roof. Yeeted off the roof. Yeah, strand yeeted Will off the so, roof. So okay, okay, okay. Here's when an you example. throw something, when I go to a hotel, when I go to a hotel room, I yeet myself onto the bed, starfish style. Okay. You just you th when you throw your throw, throw your something throw it. with gust with gusto yeah. with gusto yes <laughs> with gusto yes. <laughs> I said that last thing only because, again, this is more signs to A, there must be something more to Alicia, right? But there also must be something way more to Will. And so I hope we get to see more of that, I think. And I think we will. I think we are in the middle of this story and then we are gonna flip back to how everybody else is doing. And by the time we get to the mid-season, we might be in the same spot we're at now. I guess we'll have to see. Oh, one thing to note in the future, uh, one of the episodes is directed by Alicia Dedden McCary. So we're gonna see some yes. interesting shit. I am so excited. Unfortunately, we're not gonna get get to see Alicia until the uh, the end of this mid-season. So what? near near the end, I think Whoa. it's episode six or seven. All that says is that it's about Alicia. That doesn't Excuse mean we're me. not going to see her before then. She could appear in any of these episodes for any reason. The episode synopsis just says Alicia goes looking for help for her people or something like that. But that doesn't mean she's not going to be in any of the others. Because I heard she's appearing next episode. Oh, really? Yeah, because like I was saying how Will is scheduled to appear next episode. And it's saying that she's She's not listed as credit only. Oh, oh, okay. That's interesting. Oh, well, I guess we'll have to see in the maybe next we'll one. Maybe we'll get to see a little bit of what their relationship was all about. Yep. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's completely not what he made it seem to be. Mm-hmm. Mm. If you like what you heard, head over to ratethispodcast.com slash Squawking Dead. What are you doing? Why are you wasting your life? Five stars and eggplant is all you need to know. All we need to know that you love us. But if you want to do more, you can. Let us know what we got right. Let us know what we got wrong. And rate us after every episode. It really, really matters. And if you really, really like this laughter... Head over to ko-fi.com slash squawking dead. Sign up and follow us. <laughs> Let's put it this way. The more people that follow, I won't quit as much. Oh, just follow us. You don't have to tip us. You don't have to join a membership tier. But if you really, really don't want to know what we're doing, if you want to jump in on an episode recording in the real-time chat, or if you want the unedited episode recordings where we're laughing like goddamn maniacs <laughs> right now, you have no idea. Well, you would if you followed us. But if, and if you tipped us, you get 30 days of access to those unedited recordings. You get 
access to these live sessions where we get to record with you and a whole bunch of other perks. But after 30 days, we decide you want to get a little more honey, money for your honey or honey for your money. You can join a membership tier for as little as a dollar a month. I've been your host, David Cameo. I was joined by Cosmom Zerodyne, Rachel Burt, Sherry, AK Blazy Gardner, and Meg the Geek. Meg the Geek. Let's just keep going. Meg the Geek. And then it ends off with a bang. Oh, God. <laughs> Good night. I quit. Good night, everybody. We all quit. Bye. We all quit together. Like a family does. Bye. We all, we, we're all quitters. Look, we're here. all on Supermarket Ooh. Sweep. And that's why we're family. Yeah, exactly. A family that quits together stays together. <laughs> whoop, whoop. But they quit, so they're just worthless. <laughs> good night. Bye. Goodbye. Have a good day. Thank you for making it to the end of this podcast. Our coverage of Fear of the Walking Dead's season seven, season premiere, titled The Beacon. This episode has been brought to you by our Survivors tier members, Aliza J, Whispers UK, and Jasmine.iac, all on Instagram. Aliza J is Aliza Jones 71. And, uh, this episode has also been brought to you by our Whispers tier members. That would be at Snick3 on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Aiden the Raven on Twitter, at Judith.Morton on Instagram, uh, at Tyler Philip Cox on Instagram, as well as at FanArtLindy, FanArt underscore Lindy on Instagram, but also at ko-fi.com slash fanartlindy. Uh, this episode, these episodes are made possible by you, the fans. Uh, you are our only source of income, <laughs> as well as my own day job paycheck. Uh, you guys make this happen. You steer the ship. You give us the feedback that we need to do what we need to do here. And you, uh, we're forever grateful. So, uh, Hope you enjoyed this one. And if you did, please, please remember to uh, head over to ratethispodcast.com slash squawking dead and just uh, give us a few words. Let us know what we got right or wrong. Uh, tell the world why we're worth listening to. And, you know, if you really want to be a part of the family, steer the ship even further in the direction that you think it needs to go, head over to ko-fi.com slash squawking dead and just follow us. You don't have to tip us buy us a coffee or join a membership tier uh, but if you do see something that you like you jump on it you, you could tip us and get 30 days of supported back content or you can just join a membership tier for as little as a dollar a month uh, i've been your host david cameo thank you for partaking in this podcast and we'll see you in the next one <laughs>